Hello aspirants you're hearing to the aspirant voice child labors continue to be employed in large numbers in the country and let's analyze the use of child labor in the textiles and allied industries in india and the drivers that leads to its prevalence india home to 1/5 of the world's children has the highest rates of child labor an estimated 33 million children under the age of 18 are engaged in work in various sectors across the country from domestic service and agriculture to textiles and mining The textiles and allied industries are the second largest employers in India after agriculture with 40 million direct and 60 million indirect employees. As a traditionally labor intensive industry, this is where flexible and low cost labor has driven growth and pushed India's global competitiveness in the sector. And the textile sector is enabled by the massive use of the child labor. The continuing practice of the child labor has the potential to jeopardize the india's push for incentivizing foreign investments into the sector and integrating into global supply chains of the estimated 152 million children under the age of 18 engaged in labor across the world 73 million are engaged in hazardous work they can be found in a wide area wide array of industries from domestic service and agriculture to more hazardous sectors such as mining while the number of child labor has declined over the years the child labor in india remains in a massive scale and represents the insidious side of not only domestic but global supply chains let's understand the definition of the child labor the international labor organization a subsidiary of the united nations defined child labor as work that deprives children of their childhood their potential and their dignity and that is harmful to physical and mental development child labor extends into many different activities such as agriculture manufacturing mining domestic services child children are forced into child labor because of distinct factors migration emergencies the lack of decent work available and poverty which is known as the most influencing factor the children between the age 14 to 18 they are in the vicious cycle the current definitions of child labor leave children between 14 to 18 in a limbo they are considered too young to be adults but old enough to be out of school and in a low paying low productivity jobs these children will remain underemployed and unemployed in their adult life until they are eventually replaced by younger cheaper hands by then they would not have nurtured any skills to move to the other gainful employment a vicious cycle is perpetuated whereby fragmented welfare schemes subsidize them for the rest of their lives While coming to the child labor in India's textiles and allied industries, child labor in India is widely prevalent in the textiles and garments industries. It is traditionally labor-intensive industry where flexible and low-cost labor has remained a critical factor in maintaining India's global competitiveness and subsequently viability. The use of child labor is seen as a method of lowering labor costs. Children are employed in all stages of the process. from cotton picking to finishing the product by embellishment and embroidery indeed children under 14 account for almost 25% of the total workforce in india's cotton seed farms furthermore as a considerable proportion of the child labor in textiles and allied industries are found to be in the household based enterprises where regulation and the social responsibility is not a major concern minority and disadvantaged groups are disproportionately affected Child labor is the most prevalent in the rural parts of the country and is highest among the girls the muslim community and the scheduled caste and scheduled tribes and other backward classes 
However, the proportion is even more highly skewed in the textiles and allied industries with 8 of every 10 child laborers are Muslims. Now, I understand the textile industry in the GDP, its role in the GDP. India is one of the world's largest producers of textiles with the industry generating 2% of the India's GDP in 2014 and 15. So, the textile industry is diverse, ranging from small household enterprises to large garment plants and has employees in both the organized and unorganized sectors. In fact, it is the largest employer in the country after agriculture with 40 million direct employees and another 60 million in indirect employees. So, child labor can lead to the trafficking also. Much of the child labor and trafficking is invisible. But the National Crime Record Bureau records cases filed across the country under the Child Labor Act 1986. An analysis of child labor cases filed in India across the last five years for which data are available shows that the number of cases has gone up from 147 in 2014 to 464 in 2018. The number of cases for which trials got completed also improved over time from just 10 in 2014 to 78 in 2018. C convictions were made in just 3 cases in 2014 but the number was 34 in 2018 showing an improvement. The conviction rate which was 30% in 2014 increased to 43.6% in 2018. So, how child labor becomes a roadblock to India's human capital accumulation? This is the important thing you have to understand. Child labor deprives the young of their rights and dignity and robs them of the opportunity to fulfill their full potential. The practice of child labor has significant implications for human capital development and great opportunity cost for India's ability to develop its human resource. But it will create the vicious cycle of poverty. While in the short term it may seem that child labor increases household incomes, the practice perpetuates the cycle of poverty through reduced human capital accumulation. And also they create the serious health issues. The child labor has physical and psychological health impacts caused by long hours of work and unsafe working conditions. Children employed in the jari, that is the embroidery sector, for example, suffer from damaged eyesight and hands by the time they reach adolescence 14 to 18 from working long hours in rooms that do not have proper lighting. And also the lack of education and skills will create health issues that are compounded because they don't go to the school and they don't know minimum basics about the nutrition and also what they need to take. Indeed, the use of children for their economic output in their most vulnerable stages have immense implications like in micro level Low levels of health and education will lead to poor paying jobs in adulthood, which will further increase the chance of their children to be forced into child labor, thereby per perpetuating the cycle of poverty. And in macro level, the skills gap created by the uneducated children will add to the already high rates of youth unemployment and leave them at the mercy of the welfare system, in turn slowing down India's long-term growth. So there are legal cha challenges uh, done to eliminate the child labor in India. If India is to achieve the Sustainable Development Goal 8, which calls for the promotion of sustained, inclusive and sustainable economic growth, full and productive employment and decent work for all, the country must prioritize the abolition of the child labor. The recent initiatives taken by the government to be sure, India has already made significant strides in the fight against child labor. Uh, in international treaties, it is a signatory to a wide gamut of international conventions and treaties that aim to cease the practice of child labor. 
most recently in 2017 the country signed two international labor organization conventions concerning the provision and immediate action for the elimination of the worst forms of child labor and minimum age for admission to employment with india's ratification almost all of the world's children are covered by both these conventions enhancing global efforts on abolishing child labor india's current lit- uh, legislative architecture to its credit india has passed several laws throughout the last century prohibiting child labor the most notable of which is the child labor provision regulation act 1986 the law albeit controversial and contained a particular set of occupations and processes where children under the age of 15 were prohibited from being employed the 2016 amendment to the act expanded the ambit of the legislation to adolescents the amendment prohibits all forms of labor for children under the age of 15 except in the case of family businesses and home based enterprise it further prohibits hazardous adolescent labor in only three sectors mining explosive and those occupations mentioned in the factories act there are several caveats to this amendment the first and most important is that the law ignores the realities of which it seeks to legislate upon the india's intervention remains key in eradicating the child labor in the context of the garment industries india has already granted sweeping incentives and investments and the textiles and garments industries currently have 100% FDIs. Furthermore, the Make in India program has several initiatives to develop the state-of-the-art infrastructure and upgrade current machinery, create environment-friendly processes unit, harness skill development of textile weavers, and assist textile exporters in exporting to specific markets. And uh, accessing the legislative inefficiencies is important because India legislative India's legislative framework has focused predominantly on the nexus between education and child labor and has neglected to address the concomitant concomitant health issues I'm sorry the Aishman Bharat Pradhan Mantri Jan Arogya Yojana PMJ scheme should bring about changes going forward and be incorporated within the child labor legal framework ensuring coverage and the health production to high burden areas in particular while the new draft educational policy national education policy has committed to free and compulsory quality secondary education to adolescents the implementation of strategy yet again fails to anchor on reality also this access to capital remains a key barrier to eradicate child labor and even within a supposedly free education system fixed private costs such as transport and study materials cause many families to pull their children out of school furthermore direct cash transfers to working families are more effective in eradicating child labor than incentives such as midday meals is a similar trend can be found in the study of the mahatma gandhi national rural employment guarantee scheme which found cases of adolescent working at work sites to supplement family the legislative inefficiencies highlighted in the preceding paragraphs have made it clear that it is necessary to visit child labor from an economic lens as opposed to viewing it simply as a human right issue so finally in india in india the perverse nature in which child labor works is subsidizing india's inefficiencies from perpetuating the insidious inequalities that run across the country hindering capital development and scoring under sorry underscoring its legal inadequ- inadequacies as a country 
we need to realize that educated children do have an important role in establishing sustainable change education is the only effective tool to eradicate child labor in india this is the all about the child labor topic i hope you like this episode if you do like this episode please share it to your friends and also the notes related to this topic will be provided in my blog the link will be given in the description